Hey everyone, and welcome back to BPX Breakroom. Broadcast live each Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern in Twitter spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. A show that breaks down all the opportunities and explanations in the Block Packs ecosystem. I'm Discord user Jen Khan, not just host of BPX Breakroom, but also one of the largest whales in the BPX ecosystem. And now, without further delay, let's hear from this week's guest co-host. All right, welcome to Minor Details, everybody. I am not Gen Con, I am B Jamps. I'm excited to be talking about the Lost Miners, the last digital collection on the ETH proof of work with today's co-host, the Mad Queen, a fellow miner and also the queen behind the Moom Ape Labs. Before we get into today's episode, I did want to just let everyone know next week, uh, one week from today at the same time, March 15th, we will be joined by Entropy. Entropy is uh, the lead developer behind everything in the BPX ecosystem, including Lost Miners and also one of the partners of the company. And then also I want to promote a little bit this Thursday night. It's going to be uh, the semifinals for Miner Yours. We're going to have four contestants up there. So that'll be at 9 p.m. Come join us to uh, vote and see who's going to make it into the finals. <clears throat> and if at any time during this uh, talk today, anyone has any questions, you know, please raise your hand. I uh, would love to get you guys up here. Um, so Jen had a little icebreaker for us. So Queen, um, would you rather speak to animals or know what other people are thinking? Oh, that's a great question. Well, it's a great question. It's actually an easy question for me because my number one wish, if I had three wishes, would be to speak to the animals and to understand the animals. But it, come, it does come with a disclaimer, so it needs to have an on and off switch. Um, but yeah, I'd love to know what my dogs are thinking or what they're trying to say to me or yeah, speak to the animals 100%. I don't need to know what people are thinking. Thank you. Sometimes yeah, you're better, better off not knowing. I'm on the same page. I think I'd be scared to, uh, <laughs> to know what everyone's thinking all the time around me. So, well, the problem is then I'd be obliged <laughs> to tell them what I was thinking as well. Sure. Sure. <laughs> all right. Queen, why don't we, uh, why don't we jump into it? Yeah, sure. So yeah. I, I, we took some questions here. This one didn't come from a specific person. It just kind of came from the community. So I just wanted to know, you know, how the avatars work, the snapshot, what it all means. If you don't have the right uh, amount of the different assets, can you still participate, et cetera? Okay. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, should we rewind a little bit? Um, we started off with a collection of 8,000 Genesis Moon Apes, which um, you'll see I've got a one of one in my profile pic and there's a few more down in the audience. Um, we start out with those. And then when we took over in May last year, we pivoted to the other side. So we, we turned our project from a play to earn in-game, collect as many NFTs as you can from your base NFT into a um, more of a vision and a long-term plan. So we plan to build on our other side lands. And part of that requires us to have 3D avatars. And so we invested a huge amount of our budget right up front in the creation of those avatars. And it's been a long and lengthy process. Uh, there's a huge amount of work that goes into it. The, um, the people who are actually validating and, and doing the feedback on the traits are all perfectionists. So we know that we're going to have really high quality outcomes. Um, and we've just, we're just about coming to the end of the polishing of those traits, which means that we're ready now to take a snapshot um, of 
of um, wallets that are holding the necessary criteria. And I'll explain where that came from in the first place. So we had all of these collections from season one, and the idea is now that we're going to tidy everything up. So instead of having five or six different types of NFTs, we want to slim, slim it right down and streamline everything into three core collections. And so part of what we were doing in our pivot was finding new but uh, utility of value. And part of that for the mutants was this, um, this need to collect them to lock in your avatar. So the first 5,000 avatars will be acquired by holding one Genesis and three mutants. So if you have a Genesis in your wallet and three mutants, or you have three Genesis and nine mutants, each set, it, well, if you think of your Genesis as like the stem of the key, and then you've got three prongs, your mutants are your three prongs, every key that you have will unlock an avatar. So we're taking a snapshot on the 15th of April to count how many keys you have in your wallet or state. So this is important. It doesn't matter whether your apes or your mutants are state, unstate, a combination of the two. We found a way to measure everything. So whatever you have staked and whatever you're holding in your wallet will be uh, consolidated into one snapshot. So that's happening on the 15th of April, and that's the first chance to lock in your avatars. And what does locking in your avatar mean? Well, um, it means that any time that we do anything with the avatars, whether that be the first entry into the other side, or whether it's something that we have to create between now and then for avatar use, and um, those 5,000 whitelists, white let's call it a whitelist, you're being whitelisted for your avatar, will be the first. So you're kind, of, you're kind of getting a VIP first access entry to whatever we do with our avatars. And then there'll be other ways um, for you to acquire that lock-in with your key. And it may not be a set later, but this is for the first 5,000. And the reason I say it's 5,000 is because there are only 15,000 mutants. So one to three makes 5,000. Um, and then the other thing about the, the reason that we've done it via a snapshot rather than a hold to access is because a lot of people have been with the project and been supporting us for a long time. You know, we're coming up to, well, we're over 12 months old, but we're coming up to a year that this team has been running the project and um, people have been holding and supporting us and believing in our vision. And we want, we don't want to penalise those people or make them have to acquire more because <clears throat> there's another use for mutants. So mutants have two utilities at the moment. The first is that you hold them to lock in your avatar. The second is that you you will be able to sell them back to the community wallet in the MAD exchange for our MAD token. And we don't want long-term holders to have to double stack. So save enough mutants for their avatars and then have to maybe even buy more mutants to sell in the exchange. So the snapshot be taken and then you'll be able to use your mutants in the exchange. And then also on top of that, um, 
the mutants will need to be reused by people who haven't locked in yet. So people may be joining later, maybe haven't got the funds at this time, or they're still collecting. We're going to provide other opportunities and other utilities for the mutants in the future. So, yeah, sorry, that was a really long answer, but um, it, it's important that you understand the whole process to figure out what you're going to do for your particular game. Well, thank you, Queen. And, and I will say, I don't think that there's really a way you could have explained that any shorter. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's, you have a you have a robust ecosystem over there, which, you know, we know all about on our side. Um, so, you know, I, I appreciate giving all that information. I'll tell anyone, you know, if you have questions, they've been really great in Discord, um, you know, at least answering all my questions. So I would definitely encourage you to uh, follow up in there. Um, so here's a question that came from Senior Trounce. And I'm going to combine it kind of with a question of mine. He's asking, I have a question, and it may be too early to determine, but here it is. Would holders of lost miners be able to explore other side deeds belonging to the miners' projects with Moon Ape Lab 3D avatars? This is assuming that you have both a miner and mal avatar, of course. And Queen, what I'll add to that is my spin, um, since, you know, the miners are not our uh, play necessarily on the metaverse. That's the Bantams. I'll ask it this way. Um, will I ever be able to take my 3D moon ape and ride on the back of one of my Bantams? <laughs> okay, so the answer, I can't say 100% yes or no. My answer would be the potential is definitely there. From what I understand, this would be down to... Um, Con how the contracts are written, because we are going to need to access each other's lands. And I don't just mean Moon Apes accessing um, Block Pack's land and vice versa. I just mean throughout the metaverse, we are going to need to populate each other's lands. And there's some maths behind that. So if you think that Moon Ape Lab has around 3,000 holders, and let's say on average... Um, they hold three apes each. You're only ever going to play one at a time. So now we've got a thousand players. And let's say only 10% of those are online at any one time, which is probably way exaggerated to what the reality is. Now you've only got a hundred players on this great expansive land that you've spent months and months and time and energy and resources on building out. It would be naive to think that you're only going to allow access for your holders. So I think I imagine, I'm not a dev, but I imagine that will be done through contracts and it would be a case of either allowing access through condition or actually writing in specific um, contracts, you know, like the, the lost miners contract address into our contract. But yes, I would say if we want it to happen, we can find a way to happen. That That's the impression I'm getting from the other side. That's awesome, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I have this vision of uh, one of my moon apes riding on the back of a very specific bantam. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> give it up. I'm, I, I want to see a play out though. So uh, well, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad you, you left me with hope. <laughs> well, we've got some creative people within our community. I'm sure somebody could uh, imagine that into an animation for you at the very least. Sure, and actually talking about the creative people in the community. Um, there's another question that came from the community, actually, and how were the attributes chosen for the Moon Ape, the Genesis? Um, like, example, like, why miners? Yeah, that's a good question as well. And it's not something that I've ever really asked. But what I, what I would highlight about our collection is 
Um, firstly, our artists are phenomenal. Um, they're both they're brothers, um, and they have they were the brainchild behind the whole concept of the Moon Ape Lab, and they they came from a background of working for World of Warcraft. So they've got some really strong experience behind them. But what I loved and what appealed to me and probably why I have so many apes is that their attention to the diversity of the traits. I would challenge anybody to look through the collection and not find something that they go, oh, that's cool. That That's a bit of me because there is so much in there that everybody can find something. So for the next time you have us up here, I will get an answer right from the horse's mouth on that question for you. Sounds great to me. Um, another question from the community is, this is kind of your overall thoughts on collecting. Um, so what is Mad Queen's general thought on collectors and the collector mentality? And is it more important to have a community focused on collecting or a community focused on utility? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think there needs to be a balance of both. So I would say I'm a collector. <laughs> um, I have a lot of NFTs and I find it very hard to sell them, but I don't struggle with trading them. So I think there's an element of if you right. OK, so let's break it down. Imagine we had a community and every single person was a collector. There's no movement, really. You're not moving anywhere in terms of a sales perspective. And so you do need flippers. You do need paper hands. You need diamond hands. You need traders. You need a real mix of um, approaches in order to have a dynamic project because just one, one weighted in one area, you're either going to have pump and dump constantly or you're just going to have a, a still just no traction you're not going to get any traction so yeah that would be my answer you need a bit of everybody thank you very much um so this question again didn't come from a specific person um but i don't i don't know which way you'll go with this but can you name two other projects that speak to you in the same way that moon ape lab and the bpx universe does oh gosh um Right, so yeah, I'm in a, I'm in quite a lot of projects. Um, I can't honestly say that I can follow them all anymore. That kind of changed on the first of April last year. Um, let me tell you why why I feel strongly about those two, and then why maybe others. Yeah, where I would categorize others. Will that help? Because I don't think there yeah. are. Any I don't think there Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what that's what I thought your answer was going to be. So I didn't I didn't know where you're going to be able to go with it. So I think your idea is perfect. Yeah. Okay. So so lost miners. Um, for me, I really really love the provenance of the lost miners. That that is it for me. And behind that, you, you know, that's the core. That's the core reason for me. Behind that, you've got a phenomenal leader who knows their shit. You've got a community of people who understand the vision and exactly what it is they need to do. Um, you've delivered great art and, and an innovative way of creating that art. And I'm not going to lie, uh, Wonders of the First is what's really getting me excited. It was it was the hook. You know, the Lost Miners is great. The, the Wonders of the First is is the thing that I'm really, really excited about. I'm sorry if that's the wrong thing to say, Frenchie. Hi, I see you in the audience. Um, but, you know, just the whole 
you know, when you walk into a community, you just, I'm very much about reading people. I'm a poker player. I've worked in sales. You just get a vibe. You get a feeling. You know, everything feels right. You listen to the team, the community speaking, and you just, you know. And and then you walk into another project where maybe you've been suckered in by the art and and you've heard a couple of people, but when you, you kind of get entrenched in it, it, it isn't what everything that you hoped it would be. Like, you know, you have all these high hopes that go with your your visual appeal to the art and it, it doesn't quite align. So Moon Apes, um, Moon Apes is the real package deal for me. Um, when, when, when I got into Moon Apes, I was just about done with NFTs. I'd had a couple of, you know, I was scammed on Christmas Day. Moon Apes came up. Yeah, it was everything that got me hooked into other projects in the past. And it was like, it's, it's too good to be true. And I'm not getting into it anymore after the last one that was amazing and didn't work out. And, um, and yeah, the more, we, the more we looked into it, the more we fell in love with it. And so it was the art, it was the community, it was the vibe. It was just constantly on. Everything was upbeat. The sales were going crazy. And, and you know, we, we had an event in our project. Everybody knows about it. It's long in the past. It's actually a small slice of what we've done overall now. Um, but the reason I still love Moon Apes is because I'm surrounded by people who 100% had that same feeling initially about the project. They now see that what we can do with it is maybe bigger than what was ever planned in the first place. And I know, I know, I, Queen, the Mad Queen, Carla, I know what I'm going to deliver for this project. So I don't have to question, um, you know, the intent of the founder or, if things are a little bit slow, there's no question about, well, is this is, is this a warning sign? Everything that we've said we're going to deliver, that's what we're here for. And that will be why I keep buying Moon Apes. I, I don't have any apes that have been gifted to me. Everything in my wallet is I've invested back into myself. So, yeah, Moon Apes is it. And, and that doesn't mean there aren't other projects that I invest into that don't have great teams that, you know, I, I'm not... I'm not saying we're superior in any way, but it's where I've, I believe because I know, you know, I know my own intent and, and not many people can say that. So I do realise that I have a huge advantage, but, you know, there are lots of people out there building um, toxic skulls are doing a great job. You've got um, chameleons that are really out there grinding and working hard to deliver something of great value. Um, Shell's Orb are doing something a little bit different. And this is the thing. Each project has a slightly different spin on it. So as long as you've got the core of what you want out of an NFT investment and there's an interest in what their unique, you know, their unique thing is, then back the team. That's all I can say is back the team. If, if you've got a sound team, then it's probably a good investment. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't uh, echo those sentiments much more. You know, I, I got into the ecosystem about two years ago with block packs. Then I, I ran out and I got into 50 plus, maybe 100 different projects. And then I circled back. Um, and, you know, I, I found you guys because of the relationship you have with Frenchie. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really impressed with everything you guys are doing there also. So I think these two communities definitely stand out 
for me as well. Um, let me ask you this. Just I just want to make sure everyone has in the most simple terms possible. But what assets do they need to have in their wallet by what date to get the 3D avatar? Okay, so one Genesis Moon Ape and three mutants. Any rarity, any rarity, any ranking, you just need to have one Genesis, three mutants by the 15th of April. So you've got just over five weeks, five and a half weeks, plenty of time. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure everyone has that. Thank you. Um, here's a question that just came up in Twitter. Do we have to sell back mutants for MAD? So that's not the only way that you can get mad. It is one of the ways. And um, so maybe it's a good time to talk about the MAD exchange because that is the, the next significant event um, on our calendar. So the MAD exchange is the portal, I guess, to achieve what, what I said at the beginning, where we want to streamline our projects. And we're not just going to um, you know, discard them. We found a way to create uh, an exchange for what you've got to existing for something newer in the future but consolidate, consolidated. So the MAD exchange is going to be somewhere that people can bring their holdings that they um, spent their season one rewards on. They can come in and they can, so it'll be open for different things at different stages. So the first opening will be to come and get MAD tokens by burning loots and pets. Loots and pets are not NFTs within our portfolio that we want to continue on. So beyond that first four-week period, they will have no use really. Well, actually 12-week period because you can do it throughout. But yeah, so beyond the MAD exchange, pets and loot bags will have no future utility, no plans to change that. There's not going to be a reverse or a pivot or anything. They, they are definitely going. Then the second opening of the MAD exchange that will be when you can bring your mutants. And this is a slightly different mechanism. So instead of burning them, we want to be able to use our mutants in the future. So the, the route for your mutants, and you don't have to, the route for your mutants is you can come to the exchange and you can sell them for differing amounts depending on their rarity. And exchange, you will get mad tokens and the mutants are going back to the community wallet. And the reason that we're doing that is, again, about this recycling, keeping our collections to those three core, three core units. And later, so much later, when we have a, a bigger community, more holders, more demand, we're in the other side, we need more tokens, NFTs, whatever it is, instead of having to go and create new ones, we will have all of these mutants and um, cola cans we have in our community wallet which we can use as a resource at that point so whether that be as um, for partnerships you know introducing new projects to our projects and here you go here's some mutants which get you you know get you started on your journey whether it be rewards airdrops to holders we will just have that resource sitting in the background waiting for us and, and they've been recycled and whoever's brought it to the exchange has had a fair exchange for that mutant it's given it you know they've had they've had a good life with their mutants thank you very much queen i think that certainly answers that question um and i wanted to just go back to something you said before uh, before this last comment actually and i won't i won't speak for uh, frenchy that's for sure but you said 
Um, you know, he might not like to hear that, you know, wonders as to what you're focused on in this, in his ecosystem. Um, I don't think that's the case. You know, I think, I think Frenchie's mantra and the team's mantra is, you know, we want people to come in and collect what they like, you know, in the ecosystem. I think it's, it's great. You know, we have the wonders and bantams for TCG players, uh, people that want historical significance, you can go lost miners or wonders again for the onboarding of the IRL collectors and the ones that, you know, still want to have the attachment to, uh, to those real life collectibles, you know, they have the BP ecosystem. So, I mean, I don't think, you know, everything can't be all of our favorites, right? So <laughs> I think that, uh, it's important that everyone collects, you know, what's, what they're really attracted to. No, I a hundred percent agree. And, and, and you know, everything in your collection has value that there's nothing that's, I don't like. I'm just quite excited about the first of the, the wonders of the first. Absolutely. I mean, it, I'll be honest. I get I get excited of you know what I'm the most excited about changes day to day with me. Um, but you know, I think right now it's BPX on my mind. But you know, I I certainly love it all. So um, one little thing I wanted to tell you. I don't know. Did you know that Jen used to have a nickname before you came into our ecosystem? And that was the queen of Web3. <laughs> well, I hope you're not going to tell me that I've stolen her name. There's plenty of room for queens. And and actually, my name wasn't queen before I came into NFTs. So, yeah, bizarre twist. Jen, you well, can I, have it I, back. I, I think she relinquished it to you. So no, no, I, I think it's yours to keep now. <laughs> All right, Queen. Well, you know, I've never been good on brevity and uh, every show that I've ran always goes over, but I was told to be respectful of everyone's time today. Um, so, I, you know, I wanted to go to you, see if you have any final thoughts you want to share with us. Um, well, I was really hoping that people from the community were going to take this opportunity to come and ask questions because just because, as, as you've seen from my answers, that they're usually quite lengthy and we're acutely aware that there is a lot going on in our, our projects. I mean, we try and give as much information as possible so that there's, you know, a high level of understanding and we're transparent about everything. But we, we kind of, we can't cover everything in every situation. And then a question will come later that a few people will go, oh, yeah, I wondered that as well. So, you know, please don't be shy come up and ask. It's no different to typing. Come and ask your questions so I can give an answer that maybe helps somebody else who's also too shy to ask. Okay. Well, we just got one other question that came in for you. Okay. Um, they said that the three collections, you know, you, you talked about pairing down to three main collections. So it's going to be Genesis, Mutants, and he's asking what the third is. Okay, great. So um, I am the Mad Queen, and I'm mad because I have Mutants, Apes, and Dekus. And Deku is the third part of that triangle. Dekus are our um, future collection. They are ready. Uh, we're waiting for the right market conditions. Um, we also have to some work to do on our existing collections. So we don't want to jump the gun. It, it, you know, that really isn't about generating. It is about generating funds, but it's not. that's not the purpose of them. They're part of our long-term vision. So this will be a secondary collection which goes into the other side as 3Ds. They are coder inspired and they're really great fun. And, and we've got some extra bits, wearables, um, other stuff that's gonna come for the Dekus, but it, it is a future collection. So we wanna tidy up the past before we leap into the future. 
That makes a lot of sense. And I'll, I'll ask a follow-up question to that. Do you want to explain to people the different ways that they can get a DQ? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, there's actually lots of ways you can get a DECU. So I hope I don't forget. The first one is um, we had a treasury NFT, which was way back in the day was linked to a liquidity pool. And a lot of people spent quite a decent amount of Ethereum on these treasuries. And when we took over, obviously, that there were certain promises that we couldn't fulfill. And we provided alternative alternatives for investments already made and uh, the treasury was one of them so there are 77 772 treasuries in existence every person who holds a treasury will be entitled to a, to exchange it for a free mint that'll be written into the contract so you don't need to do anything now at the time that we go live and launch then there will be a phase where those people will be able to go and claim their free deku that's the first one the second is you can take part in our quests and Discord. Super easy to do. You connect your Discord and your Twitter to the Crew3 uh, platform. And then whenever a quest comes out, it's usually a, a retweet, tweet, like something like that. There may be some extra puzzles in there, a, a shadowed ape or something. You have to go and get it and you get Deku, Deku tokens, purely an in-game token. And the top 250 people, when we mint, will get a free Deku. That's another 250 Dekus. On top of that, um, if you have a discounted whitelist, so, right, the, okay, I'm going to have to rewind again, sorry. Told you things are a little bit convoluted sometimes. So we created a mailbox. A mailbox is currently 0.06 ETH. You can still mint one. Within a mailbox, you get either a Genesis Ape. So again, you're getting a discount on current floor. You would either get a discounted whitelist to the value of $100. So you, yeah. Or there is one, one of one Genesis Ape remaining. If you get a discounted whitelist, it gives you $100 off the Deku Mint. So no matter what you mint in a mailbox, you're getting greater than the value of the mint price. If you have three discounted whitelists, you are... I'm not sure when I got muted then. Um, so yeah, if you have three discounted whitelists, we uh, we added the option for you to bundle those for a fully discounted deku. And the reason we did that was that we're giving away the discounted whitelist. People were minting the mailboxes, trying to get the one of ones and the genesises, and they maybe got a few discounted whitelists. And what we didn't want to do was force people into spending more money. So let's say you minted six mailboxes and they all came out as whitelists. Well, that's great that I've got six $100 discounts, but I've still got to spend another X amount per mint to make it up to a deku. And so we added in that flex to accommodate different um, you know, budgets and liquidities. So you can take three discounts and make up a whole. Great. And how much was was it to mint a Deku without any discount? We haven't announced the, the mint price. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Um, Matt, I see you came up on stage. Okay. Um, Matt, I saw you came up on stage. He is the one that asked the last question, though. He typed, so I don't know if he had another question or um, 
if it was already answered. So Matt, did you have something else you wanted to ask the queen? No, I did have a follow-up. I, I, I asked the question um, and then I had a second question. You guys got to it. So um, when I was connecting to stage, my mic went out for a second. So the three collections are, is it the Genesis, the Mutants, and then the Dekus? That's right, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was my that was my question. And then you got into a little bit about which ones are consolidating. I would say if you had that ability to understand and read pets, these mutant pets would be probably pretty sad they're getting <laughs> sunsetted. <laughs> yeah, so um, there's one there's one pet in particular that was had a bit of a cult following called Fred, and I think there'll be a few Freds that don't get burned and will be kept for prosperity. Uh, yeah, and I think people even went to the extent of creating their own merch with Fred on. So yeah, it is a bit of a RIP. Fred's going to be dead, but maybe not. <laughs> and Matt, I don't know if you have any other questions, but I did want to just give anyone else an opportunity. You know, please, we got the Queen here now, and she's willing to stay on to answer other questions if there are. So you know, please come up if if you do have any other questions. And Matt, please, if if you have any, let them rip. All is, right. Uh, is Jen joining else? us today? I'm sorry? Is Jen joining us today? I know she was driving. I don't know. Um, so she had been on here. I, I see her as a listener, but she didn't, she doesn't have the speaking role. So I don't know if she's in a place that she can necessarily talk. Of course, Jen, you want to say anything, you know, put your hand up and we'll get you up here for sure. Um, but uh, Jane, I don't know. I, I think Jen is listening probably from the emergency veterinarian's office. So I think she's listening um, probably while waiting and unable to speak. Oh, okay, no problem. I didn't, I want, a, I didn't want to forget oh, that was all. Sorry, Queen. You got a little screwed. You got Ben instead of Jen, but. <laughs> I saw well, that, there was a question. We have to get you back here when Jen's here. I saw there was a question the other day in the ape discord that you answered that might be helpful to to talk about here you had there was a question about which genesis so it's genesis that are going to get turned into the 3d version correct first yes decus will okay. do later but genesis first yes there was a question if you hold multiple genesis which one becomes 3d okay so if you hold so let's say you hold um, three Genesis and nine mutants. That would that would lock in three avatars for you, which means that when we're going to whitelist your wallet for three avatars. So let's say you sold before you get to play your avatar. Let's say you sold one of them, you would still have access for your two avatars. Let's say you then bought another one after you sold it you would have access for all three. So what it what it's doing is it's unlocking your ability to connect to the contract to form your avatar. Let's say you have five Genesis, but still only nine mutants. When you come to the other side, three you will be able to unlock three of your avatars. And you'll have to have gone through another process to, to whitelist your, your other um, 2D NFTs. That makes sense, and maybe maybe I should explain exactly how the avatars will be formed, um, just in case anybody doesn't know. So, um, the the avatars will not be an NFT of their own as it stands. 
what will happen is you'll hold your 2D NFT in your wallet, you'll connect to the other side, the contract will read your wallet, it will pull the traits from your 2D and it will form your avatar from the traits that it holds in the contract. Um, the reason that we've done that is because we can't change that the contract that's written for the 2Ds, we can't change any of the metadata or anything with that. The second reason is there comes a cost with creating an NFT and based on our history, we weren't in a position to do that yet. So if you can have more Genesis, then you have whitelist to unlock, but you wouldn't be able to play them. Does that make sense? The, the decus we can do slightly differently because we're writing the contract from scratch and we can make all sorts of allowances. But for the genesis, that, that'll be the way that they that they come to life. Thank you for that, Queen. Um, I see Purple Pancake came up as a speaker. Did you have any questions for the Queen today? Um, I actually forgot why I came up here. Uh, I'm sorry. No worries. That happens to me all the time. So I'm actually happy to see it happen to someone other than myself. So. Yeah. Yeah. I got distracted. Um, I've been helping out a few of the lost miners with questions. So, um, you know, just feel free to hit me up. Um, I should know everything. And if I don't, I'll find out. And also I posted a picture in the comments down here of what the, the Deku sneak peeks are so far. There's a few missing from there, but, um, and you also can't see their little familiars on the shoulder because they're cut out. But anyway, if anyone was curious on what the collection looked like, that'll be them. Thanks, Purple. And I'll definitely uh, vouch for you. You've been incredibly uh, helpful in uh, at least answering my questions. And I've seen you answering other people's questions, too. So definitely thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, with Rhino, I see you came up on stage. Did you have a question? Yeah, I uh Queen, could you talk a little bit more about staking and why I'd, I'd want to stake and what I can stake? Yeah, sure. Great question. Hi. Um, so currently we have two staking contracts. We've got the season one staking contract, which is currently still generating our, our MAL token from season one. We call it MAL V1 for now. So if you stake before, I think it was the 23rd of December, if you, if you already had your Genesis stake before then, you'll continue to earn the MALV1 token. The use for the, the only remaining use for that MALV1 token is to breed your colas into mutants. And you've got until the end of this month to do that. And then colas will be finished, breeding will be finished, and we are going to close off the mutant collection and finalize the rankings. And the second thing that you'll be able to use the Maltar V1, sorry, the Mal V1 token on is a final season of our Maltar, which is a, a raffling system where you can burn off your earned tokens and we put loads of cool prizes into a wheel and do lots of draws. So last time we did a 112 prizes over 12 weeks, I think it was, so two draws a week with multiple prizes each draw. So that will be the final wash away of the Mal V1 token and we can put season one to bed. Um, and then currently, if you're new to the project or you staked after the 23rd of December, you now collect Mal V2, which once Mal V1 is gone, will just be Mal, will just be a Mal token. Um, so Mal V2, you can stake your Genesis 
and you can stake your mutants and you earn MAL-V2 tokens, which will be for the use for the new Maltar, but they're also going to be part of the capsule payment system. So the immune capsules will have wearables in them. I, it, it sounds like we've still got loads of stuff going on, but it's because we keep dipping into the past. But the future is Deku's Genesis as 3Ds with wearables, which are going to come in the moon capsules and mutants as utility. That will be the simple future. But at the moment, we've got lots going on. Ms. Ryan, did that answer your question? Yeah, that's that's great. And I can say, uh, I, I think I joined your Discord a week or two ago, and BJ Amps and Jen did a lot of the legwork up front. If you go in there and look at their questions and just search between the comments between the Queen and Purple, there's a lot of information that they, that they asked that allowed me to kind of have a basic understanding of what's going on over there. Um, but I do know, I mean, they ask a lot of questions. So if anybody ever wants to jump in that Discord, just search for BJ Amson Jen, and then you'll see a bunch of their questions that they, they asked in there. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. Um, and actually today I'm going to be updating our white paper. So there were some things in the white paper that had TBDs and TBCs on them that are now in flow. So the white paper will, will, from tomorrow also be a great read if you want to go top to bottom and understand absolutely everything in order. Sounds great. Um, so we don't have anyone else that's raised their hand, but I want to go back and see, does Matt, West Rhino or Purple have any other questions they wanted to ask the Queen? I get one, one, one last thing here is, uh, Anybody think about joining, you're already too late because Jen's been in there and she swept up everything already. So <laughs> she she's definitely uh, she's gotten her fair share. But uh, there's like like the queen was saying, there's a lot of really, really cool traits. So I think I think there's something for everyone. And, uh, you know, like Jen and I don't have the same favorite trade in this. I'm not saying what mine is because I still want to buy some more. But uh yeah, you know, I, I think that there's something for everyone in this. But uh, any yeah, other questions from any of the people on stage? Just to piggyback off that, like I've been talking to Queen and, and Purple Pancake's been helping out too on a couple ones that have been trying to track down the owners. They've been gracious with their time to help me figure it out. It's a little bit challenging because a lot of the stuff's in the staking wallet and whatnot. But, um, you know, Queen asked me like, hey, pick out a couple traits that you like and like just, just tell me what what – what you like and i'll see what i have in my wallet and blah 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 and i really had a hard time going in there, like really picking out a favorite there's a lot of cool stuff and some of the mutant ones specifically if you really zoom in on them there's a lot of crazy details and stuff in there one of one that went out for valentine's day um last week um was pretty epic looking um and then the one that's out there now, the the newer one, there's going to be some magic utility or something with it that we're not sure on. Um, looks absolutely amazing. So um, if you really take a look at some of this stuff, it, it's wild the detail that, that's in there. Yeah, the the mutants are particularly spectacular. And when we were looking at our, our roadmap and what we were going to do with the projects nine months ago, 
and everybody was like, oh, imagine these in 3D. And I started working with the 3D artists and looking at the detail on those mutants. And I was like, no way. There's no way we're going to pull off this level of detail in, in 3D. So, uh, yeah, they're pretty awesome. And Matt, just you, you, you must have missed it. We did leak what that new one of one mutants story is. And it's literally a story. So that particular mutant is a lead character in our law. Which mm. to drop. So I whoever, did miss that. whoever owns that mutant at the end of the month will have a law character in their wallet. Queen, is awesome. that uh, is that hidden inside the mailboxes? No, that's a separate raffle. So we we have once a month we do a mutant one of one raffle. So you'll see quite all the team have Genesis one of ones, and we've we've had a couple of community members that have won one of ones. Um, we decided to make only 12 one-of-one one mutants ever. There will only ever be 12. The March one is number four, and it's the only one so far who is a character in our law. So this is the only one that has a backstory presently. So the funny thing is, as soon as you started talking, I remember I'm like, oh, yeah, I sent my... <laughs> I, I joined that raffle the other, the other day. I, yeah, I sent uh, in. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I was gonna say I shouldn't have brought it up. Now, now Jen and Jan are gonna go 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 hard on it. <laughs> well, Jen got the last one on one, but you know that that's not gonna make her take her foot off the pedal uh, on the second one. So, <laughs> <laughs> should we ban her from the website? Yeah, <laughs> I think there have been a few times that, that, that people have gone. <laughs> <laughs> we love you right. Jen yeah, of course of course all in love um, are there any other questions from anyone else that's up here yeah Queen uh, what is the update on getting the mutant raffle onto the website oh that's imminent so yeah and the team are currently he, the background's done so we like to add a different background all of that's done and they're just loading it up now making sure that it all runs smoothly with the new transaction um, facility on there. So previously, you just had to take a note of the wallet address and do a manual transaction. We've now got a connector wallet so that you'll be able to automate automatically buy your tickets. So they're just making sure that everything runs nicely. A couple of days tops. Uh, one more question. The mailboxes. So currently, you would have a better chance of getting the one of one than you would burning for the Tesla, right? <laughs> but only because they like this kind of banter i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna get i'm gonna fight <laughs> yes um other question was well hold on let's finish oh, yeah. that one because some okay. might some might argue that a one of one from our artist is worth more than a tesla but you know we don't want to go down any too competitive arguments <laughs> yeah, i mean i don't think yeah my one of one wouldn't be worth a tesla it's definitely worth way more than a tesla but that's just me yeah so um, b jumps while we're here part, part of today for for me anyway was giving our community a, a bit more of a, a refresher on the lost miners for those who weren't lucky enough to get involved when when we first connected with you guys so just a bit of an overview of, of what you do over at block packs lost miners um you know, everything that you guys have got going on over there, it'd be really good, I think, for for our community to hear that, if anybody minds taking it. I don't know if Frenchie's free to speak and he wants to do it. 
I certainly don't know if Frenchie is free for that either. Um, I mean, I could give a high-level overview, not nearly as eloquently as uh, <laughs> as Frenchie would. Um, but you know, BPX Blockpacks is the was the original company, and that is the what we use. Well, we what Blockpacks uses um, as the recruitment to onboard IRL collectors. Uh, most of them are collectors that have been collecting sports cards and memorabilia for years. And uh, it's a pretty cool thing. They have a sweepstakes uh, where you're able to enter and, you know, win actual real cards. Um, you know, of course, you win the NFT, but then they're backed by the physical collectible themselves. So, you know, that's where a lot of our users came from, myself included. That was our first foray into Web3. Um, then you have the historical significance um, between the Lost Miners, which is the last a contract on proof of work, um, and then Wonders is the first one on proof of stake. Uh, so the last one on proof of work, that's uh, the Lost Miners. There's no utility with that. You know, that's it's going to be a profile, a PFP. Um, it's the historical significance. You know, I honestly didn't even really care what what the artwork was going to look like you know because like you queen i was in for the historical achievement and i'll be honest i didn't think i liked pixel art i just just didn't think it was necessarily for me uh, i ended up falling in love with the artwork of this project you know frenchy got a uh, a world-class artist he's actually usually is doing like bronze sculptures um absolutely phenomenal um and then the process in which you know frenchy always says that it's objectively good art and, you know, it's it's confusing to hear someone say that um, until you realize why, you know. So I forget if it was 40 or 50,000 miners, they put on basically like a hot or not list um, and then they put it into Discord and they just let the us, the community vote, you know, for which ones they liked and which ones they didn't. So this has been completely curated um, by, you know, a lot of members of our community. So, you know, objectively, our community knows that it's good art. <laughs> Um, can I can I just argue a point that you made there, please? please. It's a good it's a good argument. So you said there that the lost miners don't have utility, which I get. I get I get what you were saying there, but I would say that I have had utility out of my lost miner because I ended up with a Schrodinger's circuit, which I wouldn't have had if I didn't have a lost miner. Sure, sure. Yeah, there were. You know, the, when I say there's no utility, there's no future utility it's planned and it's not going to be that being said there were certain promises that frenchy made up front um prior to the claim you know before anyone had a lost miner in their pocket so they would know what that small one-time use utility would be um but you know now going forward anyone that's buying into miners today you know going forward you, you can't be buying into it for any kind of utility you know you, you should be buying into it for uh, you know for the collective as yeah but so yes, I, I thank get you I get that. And, I, and and so maybe I should better word that. If you hold a lost miner, it comes with no promise of utility, but you might find yourself getting extra value out of it. I won't, I won't argue with you. I won't argue with that. <laughs> um, so then on the other side of after the merge, we have the first proof of uh, work. I'm sorry, perfect. First proof of stake contract, and that's that's going to be the wonders. So that's going to be a TCG game, and uh, you know, there's I haven't necessarily been focused on that one yet. Um, honestly, mostly because you know I'm kind of the opposite of you. You know, I'm personally the most attracted to um, the miners 
versus the wonders. Um, that being said, everything Frenchie has ever put out into the ecosystem, um, even if I think it's something I, I may not be a big fan of, I always tend to uh, fall in love with it. So, uh, you know, I would not be surprised if you went six months into the future and I was telling you that Wonders is absolutely my favorite, uh, my favorite offering in the BPX ecosystem. Like that's not going to happen. (laughs) And that's the perfect example of why you should invest in people, because if you invest in the right people, it leads to better and more good investments. And that's exactly, I've heard, you're not the first person I've heard say that if, Frenchy supports it, then I'm in. So there's another confirmation that you invest in people. Forget the pictures or the utility because all of that will come. All of that value comes when you invest in the right people. Yeah, and actually the CEO of the company I work for has a saying that people buy people before they buy products. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's absolutely true. The product has to be there, right? The product has to be good or no one's going to stay around. But uh, I'm a big proponent of, you know, buying into people, um, investing behind people that I, you know, that I trust and, you know, going from uh, there. And and props to the Bad Queen, too. I mean, that that's kind of why I came over into that project. I heard you speak on a couple of the things that Jeff had brought you up on. Um, and same kind of vibe. You're... I don't want to say you're like the female Frenchie, but I have that same confidence in you that I have in Jeff, um, you know, with, with all the projects, like, like you just said, if he's involved with it, you know, it's going in the right direction. Uh, Jamps gave pretty high level of, of, of where everything was at right there. Great job. There's even some sub projects under the, the block packs umbrella, and then you get into parrots and pirates and stuff. So definitely if you guys aren't already in the discord, come into the discord because everything is now in one place. So if you come for block packs, you can kind of get your, your 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 beak wet with parrots and you know your 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 peg leg with pirates and and everything's in, in one place so um you know you can kind of join all the different aspects of the ecosystem absolutely and yeah one of the ones that um, you just touched on with the pirates and parrots that's going to be the bantams and that's going to be a tcg game similar to wonders um but you know with different elements of play and uh, that's going to be um, our play into the metaverse. So, you know, that's that's why when I asked the question before about, you know, um, if we're going to be doing anything together in the metaverse, you know, I, I think it would be with Bantams. You know, Lost Miners are not going to have a place, at least that I can <laughs> that I can imagine in the metaverse and same with uh, the other projects. But Bantams are going to be the ones that are uh, hopefully going to have a moon ape riding on their back one day. <laughs> What do you think, Queen? Anything I can uh, be clear about? I know I don't give as nice of an overview as Frenchie, but uh, hopefully it at least can give people an understanding and you know facilitate them asking questions. I think you've got, done a great job, and I think um, you know the way that the way that the Discord is set out so that you can go and explore each of those separate sub projects under the block packs banner is is great, and um, it makes it very easy to decide maybe where you want to start and thanks for the reminder because i still need to get a parrot um but yeah it's it, it you've got a really nice uh, yeah you just got a really great set off yeah i will agree with that also um so i'm gonna have a hard stop in a few minutes queen so i just wanted to see do you have any final thoughts thank you so much this has been uh this has been great i had planned on tuning in anyway but uh you know, it's been nice being up on stage with you and having you answer all these questions for us. 
No, I really appreciate you having us. It's been it's been great to be able to share a bit about us and hopefully next time we can host Jen and Jen can come and talk because I was really looking forward to hearing her perspective. Um, I've had a look in her wallet and I thought I was bad, but no, I've got nothing on, on you, Jen. Nothing. <laughs> well, well, we thought I'm about it. You know, I, I thought about <laughs> trying, to, trying to pretend to be Jen today, but I didn't think that you would... Uh, I didn't think I could trick you like that. So unfortunately, <laughs> Ben, you have. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, Mad Queen. I also want to thank the minor community. Again, Lost Miners are the most historically significant digital collection in Web3. And what sets this collection apart more than the historical significance is all of you, the Lost Miner community, the best community in Web3. I'm B Jamps. Uh, we'll see you next week on Minor Details with our guest Entropy. And Jen did not tell me what her joke was. So... Um, two peanuts walk into a bar. One was assaulted. Have a good one, everybody. You've been listening to BPX Breakroom, which is broadcast live each Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern in Twitter spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. I've been your host, Discord user Jen Khan, and I wanted to thank today's co-host and you, the listener. Special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand and came up on stage, helping to make BPX the best community in Web3. BPX is a community built for collectors by collectors. That's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.